Sky Sports Radio combined with Harness Racing New South Wales brings you On The Pace for your daily dose of news and tips. It's approaching 10.30 here on the National Racing Network. Good to have the pleasure of your company on this Sunday morning. A man I initially chat to down the line off air oh, for the last couple of years, but now we get to chat on air. Michael Guerin, good morning to you. How are you? Mate, I'm happy. I'm really enjoying life. Um, I, I went to the footy last night, actually, not not the footy you guys have over there. I went to the All Blacks Ooh, versus the Australia. real football. The real football. Yeah, I did. <laughs> and then I came back and I parked up and watched the Sunshine Sprint out of Albion Park. So I tell you what, I'll let you relax because you'll be working hard this morning. I'll talk harness racing for the next ten minutes. Good morning, everybody. Hope you're well. Uh, Albion Park was the big dance last night, and it was the Sunshine sprint linked to fame might be the best horse in australasia he was heavily backed but he had a tricky barrier draw and it was a strange old race here's what unfolded in the sunshine sprint in the sunshine state Better Zip it controls it. It's Better Zip it out in front. Black Sedan's working overtime. Mac Dan with that beautiful trail. Leaders back third. Magnificent Storm. He's one by one. Turn it up down on the inside. Easing deeper now. I cast no shadow. Hot and treacherous trying to thread the needle. The inside expensive ego. Leap to fame. Second last. Spirit of St. Louis whips them in. Second quarter. 28-8. Down the back straight. Better Zip it on top. He's about to be joined by Black Sedan's deeper now. Mag Magnificent Storm, turn it up, runs right up behind them, runs out of racetrack to work with. Look at Hot and Treacherous, he's now about to let down deeper. Macdan badly held up, leap to fame, he's to the outside, he's still got work to do. Expensive Ego, Spirit of St. Louis, I cast no shadow, they're into the home straight. Magnificent Storm races the Black Sedans, here's Larry, leap to fame, charging down the outside, he makes it look so easy, we want more, 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 leap to fame, beats Spirit of St. Louis, hot and treacherous, turn it up. Next in Black Sedans, Mac Dan. I'm not an expert, but I would say Chris Barsby's in love with Leap to Fame. He absolutely adores the home state hero. Leap to Fame, owned by Kevin and Kay Seymour, who of course have been such a huge part of Queensland harness racing. Grant Dixon has trained and driven the horse magnificently. And man, he was good last night. I'm not sure he's a specialist miler. It was 16.60 last night, so close enough to a mile. Uh, Grant, everybody thought, would go forward and get parked outside the leader, which is a hard place to win from. But he did the total opposite. Maybe not entirely by design. The horses up front were were three wide for quite a while, so he, he snuck back in the field. It was a very unusual race because... Horses who were on the speed, who you would have thought might have done a job, like Better Zippet, for example, who won the Nullarbor, they just stopped, and they were beaten a long way, so there were vet queries around horses like him, and I cast no shadow. So Lecter Fane was back in the field. Grant had to go between horses, which is never a lot of fun on a forty-five favourite at Group 1 level. And when he got out, he just exploded and, and bolted it. The horses in front of him did come back to him, but clearly he's the best horse in the race by, by quite a big margin. And Spirit of St. Louis, who finished second, he's a proper Grand Circuit horse. He's not a Grand Circuit winning type horse very often, but he's, he's a real factor. So we start to say to ourselves, where does Leap to Fame sit? Now, next week he'll go around against predominantly the same horses. Um, we'll add a couple more, maybe South Coast Arden will head north who's been a good form at Menangle. But 
He's in the Blacks of Fake, so that's the staying contest, and that'll suit him better. He's a dollar thirty, so pre-draw. The draw is tomorrow, Monday, up in Queensland. He's a dollar thirty pre-draw, and it's really hard to see how they'll beat him. What he's starting to do now is earn so much respect that for four hundred k, if you're on the leader and leap to fame comes knocking at the door, you're probably going to hand up because you're getting big money to run second or at least the passing lane to try and beat him. Once harness horses get to that level, and that's smoking up, blacks are fake, Lazarus, not many of them get to that level. Uh, once they get to that level, uh, it's a very powerful tool, that respect, because you can use it to win the biggest races. As he showed last night, he can swoop as well as he can stay. Um, he's not only the favourite for the Blacks to fake next week, which, which he surely wins, the Blacks to fake, because I just can't see anything improving enough to beat him. But he's also the favourite for the Tab Eureka. Now, this is the new $2 million plus race at Menangle, September the 2nd. He's up against Catch a Wave, who's the defending Miracle Mile champion, Captain Ravishing. Uh, the Lost Storm, who won a pretty easy race there last night, and he'll be favourite for the Queensland Derby. It's going to be a great field, really great contest. So if you don't go harness racing very often, um, Birds of Tokyo are going to be the band on track for the after race meeting concert at the Eureka at Menangle, September 2nd. If you don't go very often, just make this the one time you do go. Because you won't get to see Leap to Fame very often in New South Wales. Catch a Wave's a special horse. And Captain Ravishing is too, but he just doesn't know how to conserve his energy. So those horses, um, all going to the Tab Eureka via different places, so it's good. So we're not going to see them race each other, so there'll be no discernible form line. It's just going to be really cool. And when they announced the Tab Eureka, which is a slot race, it had the potential to fall flat because it was only for Australian trained and bred horses. So therefore, you couldn't bring horses in from overseas, and that could have got really skinny really quickly. But the fact that you've got these three great horses, and the Lost Storm might be a really good three-year-old, uh, all heading that way, and, and we're not that far away, we're only seven weeks away. It's awfully, awfully exciting. At a time when the gallops aren't up and running really hard, um, we're not going to see the champion gallopers out that early in the season, so it's really good for harness racing. But before then, of course, the Blacks are fake next week at Albion Park, then heading into the Eureka Catch a Wave and Captain Ravishing um, both start racing in the next couple of weeks and they'll head that way too. So tremendously exciting time for harness racing. Uh, where does he sit leap to fame? Well, he's very, very good and he's by better's delight. If you're a Gallops or Greyhound listener listening to this, you think, well, what does that mean? He's the champion stallion in harness racing and, and maybe as good a stallion as we've ever had. So rather than having these doubts that Leap to Fame might break or be a one-hit wonder, he should go on with the job. So horses by Better's Delight you would have heard of, or Lazarus, Bowtide, um, Have Faith in Me, lots of great, great horses. So the expectation is um, you know, we're going to see this horse around for a couple of years and that's going to be fascinating, him up against Catch a Wave, who's a different type of horse, who's a, a bigger horse, and maybe even a faster horse. But with predominantly most of Harness Racing's biggest races being at 2,200 for the Victoria Cup or further, um, you, 
you would say leg to fame has the advantage. Of course, the Miracle Mile, which is the biggest of them all, is a million dollars, and it's a, it's a sprint race. So over the next couple of years, we're going to let them work themselves out. It wasn't the only highlight last night out of Albion Park. It was a hell of a night's racing. They had a race called um, the Golden Girl, where Amore Vita, at Group 1 level, beat Manhattan. So that's two New Zealand-owned and bred mares. Um, Chris Alford getting the best out of Amore Vita. The time for the 1660 there, the mile rate, was actually basically the same as Leap to Fame. Leap to Fame went 150.2 mile rate. Amore Vita went 150.5 with a similar run. But one of them won a lot more convincingly than the other, and Leap to Fame had another second in him, at least. So she was really good at Moray Vita. Um, during the middle part of the program, there's a race called the Hayden. Now, that was an automatic qualifier for the Eureka. So it was won by Speak the Truth. So Racing Queensland said that their slot in the Eureka will go to the winner of the Hayden. So Speak the Truth, who is another one by Better's Delight out of an Art Major Mare. So exactly the same cross as Leap to Fame. Uh, it'll be heading to the Eureka now too. It's guaranteed to be in the race for Shannon Price and driver Adam Sanderson. And later in the program, we saw the Lost Storm. Very good against moderate three-year-olds, but he'll be hot, hot favourite for the Queensland Derby. That's next Saturday as well. So they have a really big, juicy meeting there next Saturday. And a real winter bonus because harness racing in the past has been a little bit ho-hum in winter. Uh, not at the moment. It's the place to be, and these four-year-olds are just tremendous uh, in different ways. But yes, Leap to Fame is the best of them, I think. And I think he's close to the best horse in Australasia now. We have so many different types of racing. Like the Miracle Mile is a vastly different race to, say, the New Zealand Trotting Cup. And to win both those races is incredibly difficult. Very few horses do it in the modern era. But... Leap to fame, you would think, would eventually handle standing starts. Not that he'll be asked to any time soon. So he probably has more tools to play with. Then again, could he sit parked outside, catch a wave and beat him in the Eureka? I don't know. He'd need to be pretty good, because catch a wave is pretty damn good too. And we can all find out together, with that market for the Eureka, um, he's actually very short now. He's even money leap to fame. Catch a wave is three fifty, and Captain Ravishing because of the percentage and the two favourites has gone out to five dollars. And also last night, of course, we raced at Menangle and good meeting there last night. Some of the stars aren't there because obviously everybody's up in Queensland. And um, Cash, Cash and Flow, what a wonderful horse he is. He actually set a new record last night for wins at Menangle. He's won twenty eight times at Menangle. Uh, he got the lead last night, as we thought he would. There was no pressure in the race. He jogged around a 150.8, which is Tuesday track work for him. Beat Kanina Provlima, and he's been a remarkable horse. For a horse who's never been rated a great horse, he's won 41 times. He's had 96 starts. He's won 680 grand, and as I said, that's 28 wins. So he has the record for most wins at Menangle. He takes off the wonderful trotter, Tough Monarch. So uh, wonderful horses, both of them. Would he ever win a big race, catch and flow? No, he won't. But he'll keep turning up on the Saturday nights over the mile uh, and doing a job. Punt Away was another of the big winners last night. Won the stylish Memphis Stakes, sponsored by Garrards. Um, trained by Jack Trainer, young Jack Brown, who's doing a really good job. 
one with a good drive. They got a very quiet second quarter there. That's the, the middle 400. Um, beat our tip on Prezi Bell. Uh, it was $7, but the wide draw was the end of it, and the gate speed aided punt away, so it did a good job. The daughter of sports writer, other wins for the night. Spirit King was pretty good there. Funky Monkey got back in the winner's circle for new trainer Elizabeth Heath. A funny horse, Funny Monkey. She can really run. She has problems controlling that speed sometimes, but she was back winning the feature trot there last night. So she just held out Doff Your Cap. So good to see the monkey back in the winner's circle. And Tuppence won the first on the card for Darren Binskin. Elizabeth Heath training a double because Wave the Bill won the second. Um, so what happens this week? Well, the barrier draw for the Blacks of Fakers tomorrow, and then obviously the barrier draw for the Queensland Derby. The TAB will shuffle the markets. I can't imagine there's going to be too much movement. Outside drawing one on the second line, I just can't see leap to fame enormously getting out in the markets because no one's going to want to back anything else. Interesting to see whether Swayze turns up at the race. He's been very good for Jason Grimson, but Jason's team had an off night last night, so whether there's a virus there or whether they just didn't have things go their way, I don't see any obvious reason for better zip it. So interesting to see how his team backs up and, and what we expect to make of that for Swayze and whether they all turn up in the Blacks of Fake next week. After that, so once we get through the Queensland Carnival... Then we start the countdown to the Eureka proper and yeah, some wonderful announcements this week by Club Menangle and Harness Racing New South Wales. It's going to be a very big event. So tickets are available. September the 2nd, you can go to Menangle, watch the racing. It'll be hell good fun. And then the band afterwards, Birds of Tokyo. So it's, it's going to be a really big night if you don't think you want to drive to Menangle because it is a bit of a hike up the M5. Um, of course, there's a train. Heads out that way or... Organise it nice and early, get your driver involved. It, it's going to be one of the biggest nights in harness racing, not just in Sydney or even Australia. It's going to be one of the bigger nights worldwide for harness racing. We hope to get a big crowd out there at Manangle heading forward. But for now, we concentrate, of course, on Queensland and the carnival there. Just talking about harness racing, um, in the state of New South Wales, we have no racing today. They only race at Stall and Hobart. So Victoria and Tassie, but we are back on deck tomorrow for Bankstown. I was in Bankstown on Monday, went there and met the guys from Harness Racing New South Wales. They've got some really exciting things proposed for harness racing in the state. I'm expecting some really good coverage over the next year or two, so looking forward to see what Peter Buckman and his team can come up with for harness racing in the weeks and months heading forward. I'll be back tomorrow morning at 10.30 um, for our On The Pace special. We're going to try and talk to Grant Dixon, the man behind Leap to Fame, and see, of course, he's been involved with Blacks of Fake. See what he makes of the horse, what his aspirations are, and what it's like training a horse who everybody's now talking about as the best, and what he makes of the battle with Captain Ravishing and Catch a Wave. That'll be tomorrow morning from 10.30 on On The Pace. We'll also try and find you a winner for Bankstown. But a pretty exciting time for harness racing and a cool time to be filling in for Fred Hastings. We're going to have Brittany Graham with us this week on On The Pace. and She'll be talking up all the Queenslanders and giving us all that action from up there and how exciting things are. So, yep, pretty cool time to be involved in harness racing and Sky Sport Radio is going to make sure... You don't miss any of the action. You sneak into the country again, did you? Yeah, I, I went to Bankstown. Went, went, went and I wanted to meet the people from Harness Racing New South Wales and see Good what their people. plans are. And it's, a, it's a state very close to my heart. They supported me 
around COVID when, when things weren't great with the racing shutting down. Uh, I yeah. obviously live between New Zealand and Australia, and, mate, they've been great. And uh, Peter Buckman has got a really fresh view on things for harness racing. I think it's going to be really cool. And with that Eureka springboard, I think harness racing's in a pretty good slot. Um, and the key thing's trying to get relevant media coverage around the gallops because the gallops is such a big machine in Australia, and that's meant with no disrespect, it deserves to be a big machine. But I think the Eureka falls in the right slot. September 2nd, you know, we're not seeing the absolute best gallopers out and about in the most serious races. So I think they've found the right slot for this race, and I think they're going to have a dream first result for it. So it was cool. It was great to spend some time in, in Wollongong and Bathurst and see all my friends in harness racing. I'm a little bit jealous I can't be in Queensland, but it means I get to spend time with you guys on the radio. <laughs> so between me, Fred and Brittany, you won't miss a thing in the harness racing world in the next couple of months, I can promise you that. But isn't it outstanding? And I'm not just saying this because the guys at Harness Racing New South Wales do have an association with us, but at the end of the day, once upon a time, you wouldn't think of having, you know, on the pace, you know, five, six times a week on a radio program because it just wouldn't be anything to talk about. Nowadays, they're running a, a very, very solid campaign to, to lift the awareness to a brand new audience out there. And, you know, the, the amount of solid races they're bringing in and great horses with top prize money, you know, both codes of, and I say both codes as in Harness and Greyhound, they have stepped up massive. I spoke to Peter Buckman about it during the week because I obviously, I'm racing it into the biggest newspaper in the country in New Zealand, and I do a lot of work for The Telegraph as well, and I said, look, you can have as many podcasts and as many Twitter and Facebook posts as you want. I love that stuff, it's great, and people will go look for it. But unless you're on shows like this, unless you're on daily radio, and there's people listening to this right now in their car, and good morning to you, who are Gallops fans, or sports fans, or Greyhound fans, and unless you can cross-fertilise to those people and say, hey, come look at some of this stuff, if you're only talking to your bolted-on supporters, it's pointless because you can't grow. And it's really important to have coverage in the Daily Telegraph. I, we have great coverage here. I deal with Ray Thomas sometimes myself, and they've been really good about it. To have it on the radio and, and to have other people go, this is, is relevant. And I've seen it in the last five or six years with Captain Ravishing uh, and with Lazarus. I've had Gallup's people text me and say, mate, how good's this horse? And I think Leap to Fame can do that for people. So uh, there's no doubts there's a lot of other ways to have media these days, but traditional media still reaches mm. more people. Yeah. And it me reaches more people who may not go find your podcasts because there's thousands of them out there. So I love doing Sky Sport Radio. It's cool fun. I'm glad Freddie could have a Sunday off. Mm -hmm. uh, and Brittany's going to be awfully, awfully excited when we talk to her Wednesday and Thursday. Brittany and Chris Barsby... Um, that they may well be the leaders of the Leap to Fame fan club, but then again, there's plenty of leaders for the other Catch Away fan club. We're going to have all the leaders and all the fan club members on over the next seven weeks, and that's going to start tomorrow morning at 10.30 when we do a deeper dive into what's going on with this Leap to Fame. He's calling so well, too, at the moment, Chris Barsby. I'll tell you what, if you're a politician, Michael, you'd be the Minister for Enthusiasm. Thank you very much for your time on this Sunday morning. Have a great one. Right, thank you, brother. Thanks for the opportunity. There's Michael Guerin with On The Pace.